Yeah, Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. It's Monday afternoon. We've had a huge show already. It's going to get bigger, and this week is going to be amazing. We're on day six of a 10-day contract. You know, as we're going throughout the broadcast, you know, we're constantly looking to keep ourselves up to speed as to what's going on. If you were with us earlier in the day, you heard the story about how the governor of the state of California put out a bunch of tweets. We're shutting down salons and we're shutting down malls and we're shutting down all kinds of things in different counties like L.A. and Riverside and Orange County and Ventura County, San Diego County, etc. You're hearing about the cancellations of schools, right? And, and how in L.A. they are going K through 12 first semester next year. That's all going to be online. So the world is evolving, right? But so is sports. And so is basketball in particular. And I said I wanted to reset our top stories with the Lakers, which I'm going to do. But as we're at the break, you start to hear some reports coming from the NBA bubble of the number of players that have thus far been tested. Or or maybe it's not just players. Maybe it's anybody. Here, I'll get you the stats in a second. But it's here's the numbers of people that have been tested. Here's the number of people with positive tests. When you hear these numbers... You're going to be, I think, as a sports fan, as a basketball fan, as someone who wants to see what's going to happen, how's this all going to go down? You're going to, I think you're going to be encouraged by these numbers. Bergman, what do you got? Let's hear these numbers. Oops. So it's uh, from Mark Stein. He's saying that the NBA is announcing that only two, two of 322 players tested positive for COVID-19, which is pretty incredible. Give me the low. numbers, two of how many? 322. 322. So hold on a second. I'm about to try and do math on the air. Everybody stick with me. Let's work together on this, okay? Are you doing this on your on your head or are you going to Yeah, oh yeah, this is totally in my head. I'm not doing a calculator at all. Watch this work. You ready? Mm-hmm. Um okay, 322 players, two positive cases, right? Um okay. So 3 322, 32 would be 10%. Um 16 would be 5%. Uh 8 would be 2.5%. Four would be 1.25%, and two would be 0.5575.0.60.0. Oh, gosh. 62. <laughs> okay, look, it's under 1% for crying out loud. Okay? It's, it's, way, it's exact, way under. It's 0.006%. I was yeah. so close. You got that six two. You're on that sixty two mark. It was point zero zero six two. So you're getting there. You were I, you were right around there. I was so close. Look, here's the thing. It, it, it's got to be if if you're a fan, and or you're a team executive, or you're a player, or anybody related to this, you've got to be encouraged when you hear that number. Three hundred twenty two players tested, two players positive. It's under one percent. It's like. It's like half a percentage point of players test positive. So if if the NBA players who are positive can properly quarantine or if young guys like there are some guys around the NBA, you're starting to hear stories about guys. You're like, who's he? I've never heard of him before. But you're hearing about these guys. Oh, sorry. I accidentally broke this thing. Didn't mean to. It's like, okay, we'll get in your room for like the next eight days. If everybody can do what Dave Roberts talked about earlier in the day, which was what Mike Trout had talked about, which was, hey, baseball players and and coaches and managers and staff members, dude, go to the park, go home, don't do other stuff, help keep us all safe. Maybe the NBA is really, truly ahead of its time, progressive, 
and they've got this thing right because the percentages are so small that you should be encouraged like they're going to be able to make this happen. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I, this is, they did everything so right. The NBA from day one has been way far above everybody else, and they got to the bubble early. Like MLS right now is, is they're having all these different problems because they got into the bubble and they just started playing. Everybody now what the NBA is doing is they got everybody there early. And now by the time that they're going to get towards the games, everybody should be it should be a zero percent at this point. If we're at two and of three twenty two, we're hoping that by the time the actual game starts, you're at zero. So I, I love what the NBA is doing. I really believe in the bubble. I think it's going to work and we're going to have a full end of the season for the NBA. All right. Well, there you go. I and mean, that is stuff that is happening right now. As we are all hanging out together here in the middle of the day on 710 ESPN, it's Scott Kaplan. I got with me Greg Bergman. I got Adam Bronstein. I got my guys who are, who are still working and helping out. I got Grande. I got Big Brown. I got my whole crew around me right now. And, and we got a lot still to get to. You mentioned MLS. Landon Donovan's going to be here in a matter of moments. It's the Shell Performance, uh, Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. God, that was terrible. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Let me go back to that. It's the Shell Pennzoil performance line that's what landon donovan's coming up on and this is espn radio presented by progressive insurance okay i I mentioned that i wanted to talk about this masvidal uzman fight from this past weekend so very underwhelming okay look i'm a guy who likes characters i love conor mcgregor when he's doing fight promotion to me he's one of the truly great characters of sports right now he's a jerk when he's off uh and he's being a drunken moron and he punches some old dude in the face in a bar yeah he's a little jerk he's a punk at times you know but as far as being a showman i love that guy masvidal's the same way masvidal doesn't have the charisma he's not the pro wrestler personality that a guy like conor mcgregor is but he 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 seems to love the violence of the sport and i'm attracted to that because i'm the complete opposite of that because please don't touch me don't don't hurt me don't come near me you know which is why i was a kicker in football rather than like a real football player so the thing is, is that I'm watching this fight. I've got great anticipation for this fight. What a story. Usman is trained. Usman's, uh, you know, competitor got Corona. He had to go. He had to bounce. So now you bring in a guy like Masvidal. He takes the fight on short notice. I think he's a character. He shows up, dude. He shows up in, in a, a private jet to go from Vegas to Abu Dhabi, stops in Rome, picks up a pie, then tells you, pizza pie, then tells you he's got to lose 20 pounds, shows up in like this purple, flowery, kind of velvety, this is velvet this is beautiful he's wearing this jacket you know this purpley like prince velvet jacket and he's got on this trump face mask which you know of course you can't do anything because you're going to get destroyed by half the people he's a character masvidal dude he got in the ring he fought for five rounds he took his thumps i'm sure his feet are very very bruised right now because uzman just kept kicking him in the feet He took a bunch of body shots. He sat there. He took the beating. He could not compete. He wasn't properly trained. His mind wasn't in the right place. And as tough as you think you are, and as much as you think you're some badass backyard brawler, dude, you get into the ring and octagon with a real pro who's in tip-top shape and who has a ground game and wrestling moves, dude, you're toast. And that's what we found out. That is what we found out. So here's Masvidal after the fight. 
I wouldn't say making excuses, but sort of explaining his his situation. Go ahead and play that, Bronny, if you could. Yes and no. I just knew that uh, even if I didn't get him in the first, as long as I, I, I picked my spots and exploded, I could I could do well. And like uh, maybe there's a couple times I heard him, and as soon as I, I started to open up, boom, he'd be able to take me into his world and, and zap a little bit of the energy. Didn't uh, didn't let me get moving too much, you know. Didn't I, I didn't keep it in my world long enough for me to actually do damage and, and sustain that damage, keep that damage coming so it could accumulate and, and hurt his gas tank. I'll be back, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I suspect he will. But I was pretty disappointed. I really was because, man, I, I was like, I got to see this fight. I got to see this fight. I, I was running kids around, driving them places, you know, we're parenting, picking kids up and moving them back home. And so it's like, I got to get home. I got to see this fight. I get home. I get to this fight. This fight was boring. I mean, it went five rounds. You know, people complain all the time. I bought a pay-per-view. Fight was over in 30 seconds. Sucked. I mean, this one was kind of boring. I wouldn't say Floyd Mayweather boring. This wasn't 12 rounds of nobody touching each other. But it's pretty hard to sell to your girlfriend. Like, this is exciting when one guy is leaning on the other guy and just kicking him in the feet. So, Masvidal, not a great performance, to say the least. This is Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Landon Donovan coming up in a matter of moments. But I'm going to take a, a time out here for a second. got to tell a story. So, um, I was out this weekend, you know. And, uh, Bergman, you'll appreciate this. I'm out and about. And I, I went into a, not, not into, but I sat in an outdoor restaurant, okay? And um, I ordered some food, and I got sweet potato fries. You ever get sweet potato fries? I love sweet potato fries. They're delicious. I don't know what the deal is. Like, I think we all think that sweet potato fries are healthier than regular fries, but they're not. They're just potatoes that are fried. They're just, just maybe <laughs> a little, that, that's all. I mean, sweet potato fries are just as unhealthy as regular fries, but most of us in our mindset think sweet potato fries healthier that's right yeah i didn't have fries i had sweet potato fries i'm on a little bit of a diet right now so i i ordered these sweet potato fries and i don't know about you but i like a little sweet barbecue sauce to go with some sweet potato fries love me some barbecue sauce so i asked the waitress i said hey um do you guys have any barbecue sauce and she said yeah i'll go get some so she went back to the kitchen and she comes back and she puts this barbecue sauce down in front of me and she said, listen, this is the, um, we only have spicy. And this is what she said to me. She goes, she goes, we only have spicy barbecue sauce. Is that cool? And here's what I said. I said, totally cool. Like, I don't know why I said that, but I just, that's exactly what I said. You know, totally cool. And this is sort of that curb your enthusiasm life that sometimes we find ourselves in where, you know, you kind of want everything to go your way and just nothing seems to go your way. So... She tells me, she goes, well, we only have the spicy barbecue sauce. Is that cool? And I said, that's totally cool. Because I <laughs> totally. wanted to be totally cool. I wanted to be cool, right? So when you think spicy barbecue sauce, I mean, how spicy could it be, right? I mean, it's barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce is sweet. If you told me, here's the sweet barbecue sauce and here's the, the spicy barbecue sauce, I say, okay, got a little kick to it. Just a little kick. So this girl gives me this barbecue sauce and I take one sweet potato fry, right? I dip this sweet potato fry in this spicy barbecue sauce and I take one bite of this fry. And I am telling you, within 10 seconds, the sweat is dripping down my face. Now you can laugh at me out there and I know you will, okay? And you'll say, well, you can't eat spicy stuff. Look, this wasn't spicy. This was like competitive spicy. If they had a category and they said, hey, look, zero is the, the, the most mild and 100 is the hottest, meanest nastiest only pros can take down this hot sauce i'm telling you right now work with me here people i'm telling you this was a 100 
This this is not the kind of spicy barbecue sauce you walk up and you go, hey, this is some spicy barbecue sauce, but be kind of careful because it's like the hottest stuff we got. This was just, hey, we only have spicy barbecue sauce. Hope you like spicy. Totally cool. Bergman, when I tell you within a matter of moments, I am sweating profusely. The meal has been destroyed. There's nothing I can do to stop sweating. I can drink ice water. I could drink cold beer. Somebody needs to get me like whole milk. I need a milk mustache. I, Pepto-Bismol. I don't know what the answer is, but I am sweating like I've just run a marathon. And I, I, I had to bring this young lady over. I said, excuse me. Hey, if you don't mind, come on over here a second. I said, hey, listen, I am not mad at all. I promise you I don't care. It's funny actually to me, but I'm telling you, Dude, that's not spicy barbecue sauce. That's the hottest barbecue sauce on the face of planet Earth. You can't just give that to somebody. This thing could do major, major damage. Oh, God. I, I mean, she actually told you. She said it was spicy. Why don't you just listen to the lady? No, no, no. Spicy is spicy. There's a difference <laughs> between spicy and you're going like to the emergency room. Yeah, this was insanity. Okay, I mean, it's like that show. What's that? Do you guys know that hot show ones. on YouTube? Hot Ones? Hot yeah, ones? Hot ones. Yep. Where they try and out hot sauce each other yeah it's it's too much I this is i tell you right now if this show had this barbecue sauce it's the hottest sauce anybody's ever tasted in their lives that's how hot it was send it over to them i'm sure they'll use it i don't think you believe me i i don't <laughs> there is no doubt you are not buying this sorry i mean i've had hot barbecue sauce i mean barbecue sauce only can go to such a high level unless it's like got the bomb on it I don't know what was in it, okay, but it, 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 it's the kind of stuff that needs to come with a real warning. That's all I'm trying to say. So All I know is there are people that can use hot sauce, and there's people that can't. I am one of those people that cannot. I'm assuming you're with me. No, I can. That's my point. That's what I'm trying to say to you. I'm a hot sauce kind of person. This was not hot sauce. This was, this was I'm going to try and do major damage to you. She was trying to hurt me. I guess you put a little ghost pepper in there. I guess I, this all started with my disappointment in the Masvidal fight. I should call it the Usman fight since he's the champion and he won. That's what I should call it. Hey, don't have time to wax your car. 303 touchless sealant is a quick and easier solution. Simply spray on and rinse off. That easy. Really? Get ultimate protection and shine in minutes that lasts up to six months. Now available at O'Reilly. AutoZone and Advance Auto Parts. Visit 303radio.com for more information. That's 303radio.com. Okay. Started today with Rondo's injury, LeBron's decision, Kenley Jansen coming back to the Dodgers, Dave Roberts on the air telling great stories. Here comes Landon Donovan, the six-time MLS champion, the most decorated player in the history of U.S. soccer, so decorated that they named the MVP championship after him, the title after him. Landon Donovan is going to be here, and we're going to talk about the MLS coming back. Both LAFC and the Galaxy are playing tonight. Plus, he is managing a team in a lower-level pro league that is playing on the road in front of some fans. How are they doing this? Landon Donovan coming up next. This is Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Landon Donovan's going to join me in a matter of moments. This segment is being brought to you by Five Hour Energy. It's road trip season. Get ready with Five Hour Energy. And we're going to look ahead here with Five Hour Energy with Landon Donovan about the LAFC and about the Galaxy getting started with MLS action. 
Plus, he's got a soccer team that he's a manager of that I want to talk about the fact that they're playing on the road and in some cases in front of fans. And so lots to talk about with Landon Donovan. Here he is back on Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Hi, Landon. Scott, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing good, except usually we're speaking to each other in San Diego terms, but it's nice to be back in L.A. terms where I spent 10 years of my life. So, Yeah, I mean, I'm just curious. You live in San Diego now. You lived in L.A. for a long time. You played in L.A. You won championships in L.A. You were around superstars in L.A. Uh, give me your interpretation of life in L.A. versus life where you currently live in San Diego. Oh, wow. How long do you have? Um, <laughs> there are a lot of differences. Yeah. Uh, let's, as a starting point, um, being single in L.A. is not the worst. Oh, Having bet. a family in San Diego is not the worst. Um, they're, they're pretty similar, actually, considering where I lived, because I was in Manhattan Beach when I lived there, so there's more of a beach relax vibe than there is in other parts of L.A. So relatively similar, just a lot more space, a lot more open down here in San Diego, but both amazing cities. All right. In fact, I remember you telling me that when you were with the Galaxy, that, you know, there were a lot of demands on your time. I mean, you're in L.A., there's a lot of PR to do, there's a lot of media to do, that you were the kind of guy that just didn't want to be bothered with any of that stuff. I just want to practice, play, go home, train, eat. You didn't want to do any of that stuff. Is that right? Yeah, it's not really uh, my personality. I understand that it's part of the job, especially when you're in a sport where you're trying to build the sport all the time. Um, you're trying to promote the sport and be an ambassador and also focus on your on-field responsibilities. So that was um, always a little, a little challenging for me just because of my personality. I'm happy to, to be anonymous and hold up most of the time, but I, I understood it. And uh, if you're going to be in LA, that's, that's part of the gig. You know, you can't go to LA and just hide all the time. People, people want to see their, sports athletes, their celebrities, et cetera. So um, I understood it. Yeah, we're talking to Landon Donovan on Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Six MLS Cups with the Galaxy, the all-time assist leader in MLS with 136, and the MVP award named after Landon Donovan. Let me get your opinion on the MLS in their respective bubble with two teams that have already had to bounce. What do you make of what the MLS is attempting to do here in the early stages of bringing their season back? Well, so far it's been pretty successful. Um, they they did have a couple teams who had to back out due to a number of, of COVID cases, which is unfortunate for those teams because you put so much effort into getting back to the field, to doing what we love, and then it gets halted. But it's been really fun just as a fan and a spectator. It's been really fun just to see soccer again in this country. And so I've enjoyed it. I've There's been a couple 9 a.m., uh, Eastern time games, so it's fun to wake up on certain days and just turn the TV on and you get to watch a lot of these guys that you played with or against and, and watch them compete again. So I've loved it. Obviously, they're trying to be as stringent as possible and as smart as possible vis-a-vis -vis, uh, vis -vis COVID, but um, it is nice for everybody who, who loves this game to see it back on TV again. We're talking to Landon Donovan on Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN talking about COVID. You got guys in the NBA Landon, that have, that have decided they're not going to play. You've got guys in Major League Baseball that have said the exact same thing. When you look at LAFC, 
um, and they have their superstar, the reigning MVP of the league. The, he's not going to play. So I'm just curious, yeah. you know, what, what you think about individual athletes, you know, having to make these very tough decisions because of their family or their circumstances. Yeah, so let me preface all this by reminding everyone that I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to infectious diseases. Um, but I'll just speak to, you know, my beliefs as a, as a human being. Uh, first of all, if Carlos Vela or anybody else doesn't feel safe, doing anything in their life, I don't think they should be forced to do it. Now, yes, they're being paid. Yes, they're professionals, et cetera. But these are, I think everyone would agree, these are extenuating circumstances, and this is pretty extraordinary. So that's number one. Um, number two, I just, I believe that everybody should have the personal right to do what they, they want to do, right, in general. So, you know, we played a game last, on Saturday in Salt Lake, and they opened the stadium to fans. And so while a lot of people, I think, may feel uncomfortable with that, some people felt fine with it. And they were the fans were spread out throughout the stadium. Everyone was wearing a mask. Um, and they got to go enjoy the game. So if they feel like they are not putting themselves or anybody else at, at risk and being responsible, totally fine. On the other hand, if you, you know, live with your elderly parents or you have underlying conditions and you don't want to leave your house, totally fine as well. I get, I get all sides of it, but I just feel like people should have the, the decision to, to make on their own and, and just be smart about it. Yeah, we're talking to Landon Donovan here on Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. You mentioned that you manage a team now in the USL. You guys went to Salt Lake this past weekend. I was watching the game until the feed went out. Everybody on your team was wearing Black Lives Matter shirts. I'm just curious, when you hear the story of LeBron, who says, I'm going to keep my name on the back of my jersey, AD says the same thing. Um, you guys chose to put Black Lives Matters on your jerseys, and you were, were managing from the sideline wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. Why did you guys choose to do that? So a lot of it comes from our owner, who has made it very clear that this is an important human rights issue to him. Um, he's stressed that this is not a political issue. It's a human rights issue. Of course, everything gets made into a political issue these days. Um, but if if all else is equal and you don't have an issue, um, one, you don't have an issue with not having your name on your jersey, and two, you want to support something like this, then it goes back to my previous comment. You should be able to do whatever you want to do. And so we spoke to our team a lot about this and said, if you have any issue, tell us, and we will print up a jersey that has your name and number. It's no problem. And our team unanimously decided they wanted to wear the jersey. Um, but just to that point, so during the national anthem, we had two guys stand and nine guys kneel. And the two guys who stood were, one is a, a young man from England who who is so appreciative of what this country has done for he and his family, and he wanted to stand and respect the flag. Uh, but he also kneeled with everybody at kickoff when um, they were supporting Black Lives Matter. And then we had another Joe Greenspan who went to the Naval Academy who wanted to stand because he served this country. And it goes back to my point. Anybody should have the right to do what they feel is right, and they also shouldn't have to be judged for it. If you want to stand or not stand, 
uh, that's totally up to you. Obviously, there are consequences with everything you do in life, but if you feel strongly about it, you should have the right to do that. And I was proud of our team for being individuals and then also collectively doing what they thought was best as a team. The, the always opinionated and insightful and interested Landon Donovan on Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. So LAFC gets started tonight. The Galaxy gets started again tonight. We just mentioned LAFC without their best player for the Galaxy, Chicharito. Um, you know, he, he did not exactly what you would say shine in the early part of the season. I think there were only two games. The Galaxy were 0-1-1. So I'm just curious. What, just give me a quick thought on what you think about the LAFC getting started and also what you think about your former team, the Galaxy, getting started. So LAFC, are, there's no question they're going to be a different team without Carlos Vela on the field. Um, he's the MVP, right? So you can't, you don't take the MVP off a team and all of a sudden you're, you're fine. Like you don't take Steph Curry off Golden State and they're just the same team. They're going to be a different team. Bob Bradley's a good enough coach where he will have, one, gotten his team mentally and emotionally um, understanding of the loss that that's going to be for them on the field. Uh, but two, he's also, you know, tactically he's he's very astute, and and they will find a way to to still be very good. They still have great players all over the field. The Galaxy are, are still, in my opinion, finding finding their feet. Right, they're a team that had a lot of turnover still from last year. Um, I guess the major turnover, obviously, was Latan, but. When you have a new striker who's leading the line, it takes time to get good understanding with Chicharito. So it will take those guys some time to start gelling. But this is probably the right scenario for them to start gelling because you got a bunch of games in a short amount of time. Um, you don't have to worry about training much. You're just getting games in and getting to know each other. So it might be a little bit of a slow start for the Galaxy and LAFC both, but I think by the end um, – there's a very good chance that those two teams are near the top of the table. Landon, it is great to talk to you today. Congratulations on your team's win this past weekend. Uh, I was, like I said, I was watching till the feed went out, and then I just watched on Twitter to see that you guys got a one nothing win. Uh, nice win this past weekend for you guys, and thanks very much for talking to me up in LA this week. I appreciate it. My pleasure, buddy. Always good to to talk to you, support you. Um, I know Sided has a lot going on now. Um, I don't know if you had a chance. Did you? Yeah, we, we, OS and so I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm happy for you, and I'm glad you're up there doing it, dude. Thank you. You got to download our app. Our our app is now on iOS and on Android. If you just go into either of those two places, Google Play or the Apple Store, the Apple App Store, just download Sided Debates. And uh, you know, I mean, I've been at this a long time. It's been like almost three years to go from starting to raise money to putting it on paper to bringing in money to creating a proof of concept website until we finally get to where we are today, Landon, where we've got mobile apps on both the App Store and Google Play. So it's been a it's been a lot of hard work, but you know we're just and, and you know what it is? It's like when you when you think it's the finish line, it's just the starting line, you know? It's like uh, it's like building this team from scratch. Honestly, <laughs> it's the same thing. You go through all these ups and downs. You start, and then you realize, oh, wait, we're just actually barely getting started. So all I'm right. happy for you, though. Congrats, man. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you very much for being available today, Landon Donovan, giving the straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Thank you, Landon Donovan. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, coming up, it is time for Bergman and Bronstein to decide what they need to correct or rip apart about today's broadcast. Don't go anywhere. Let's all find out together next. This is Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN on a great Monday afternoon. By the way, has it been hot and muggy and sticky and sweaty? 
Yeah. Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN brought to you by My Computer Career, Training for a Better Life. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance and guests have appeared today on ESPN Radio via the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. All right, here comes Bergman. Here comes Brawny. This is where I like to ask these guys, what kind of mistakes did I make today? What inaccuracies did I perpetuate? What fake news might I have put out unintentionally? Unintentionally. Let me find out. Bergman, what's uh, what's at the top of your uh, complaint list today? I think just the top of my list is that you kind of just downplayed so much the loss of Rajon Rondo. I, I just feel like he's a guy that... If this was, if Avery Bradley was still there, then the Rajon Rondo loss wouldn't mean anything. But the fact that you have, that you don't have Avery Bradley, the, your whole, um, all of your your guard situation just gets lessened completely, and you have to rely on guys that you're not really used to on that second that second line, including guys like Quinn Cook, who doesn't get a lot of playing time during the season. We've never seen Deion Waiters in a late in a Laker uniform. I mean, Alex Caruso can take over a lot, but he's going to be with LeBron most of the time. So I think losing Rajon Rondo with Avery Bradley combined makes it a much bigger deal than you're making it out to be. Let me tell you why I feel the way I feel that this loss is not, is not earth shattering. Let me put it this way. If the Lakers don't win the NBA finals, Okay, and by the way, it's it's hardly some guarantee, but let's just say that the Lakers don't win the NBA finals. I don't think anybody's going to look back and go, you know, Rondo was out for this period of time and then he came back, but he wasn't quite, you know, the player that he needed to be because he'd been out and his hand was hurt and he couldn't shoot and he didn't have his touch. And I mean, I just don't think when it's all said and done that if the Lakers don't win it, they're going to blame the fact that they didn't have him for a period of time, and I would mark him out like for the rest of the season. I don't think you're going to just go six weeks, eight weeks, and then you're just going to come back and fit right in in the playoff run. Um, right. So It's so, not just the Rondo part, though. It's, not, it's the Rondo combined with Avery Bradley part that makes it a little it. bit more difficult. I got it. So here's what I'm going to tell you. You're looking at this very analytically, okay? It's my mind. Don't and worry. I look at things from a different perspective. I look at it from a heart perspective. You look at it from a mind. I look at it from a heart. Here's what I think. Here's what I predict is going to happen. LeBron James knows that the future of his career, look, he's, he's in his mid-30s now. And he's got plenty of time. Look at Tom Brady and look what he's doing. But is LeBron going to be the dominant athlete that he currently is five years from now? You got to start putting these championships in the bank. He's got a few, but he but he's got, he wants more, and he wants one in a Laker uniform. It would occur to me, this is the heart now, not the mind. This is not analytical. This is about passion. This is about mind over matter. This is about wanting it more than anybody else. I think when you're LeBron James and you've had four months off and you've been training like a beast, right? And you get down and and you get into these preseason games, you don't need to play that much. But when it comes to playoff time. I don't, you don't need to be off the floor. You know, LeBron James is going to give you every last ounce and second that he's got. And if he has to play every game, it's a heart thing. It's about wanting it more. And for me, I'm, yes, I acknowledge, I'm discounting Rondo's experience. I'm discounting his minutes, his points. But I know people wanted to see Caruso. You got a shot. 
Well, yeah, and it's not so much about the LeBron portion. Of course, LeBron is going to come out. He's going to do whatever he needs to do to win. And I, I don't, I trust LeBron as the point guard of this team. That has, the, I think, these are two totally separate conversations. The fact of the matter is, is that the Rondo portion on the second team, when LeBron is not on the floor, that's when you're going to feel the loss of Rondo. Who, but again, if Avery Bradley there, it wouldn't make as much of a difference. But the fact that he's not having that second team guy is a ball handler is going to take some time to get used to, and they're going to have to find somebody that's going to be able to take over that role that Rondo would have played without Avery Bradley. All right, I accept this. I accept what you are giving me, Bergman, that that my downplaying of the Rondo injury is uh, is needling at you today. Bronny, <laughs> what, do you, what do you got today, Bronny? What have I screwed up? What have I not gotten right? Tell me. Let me see what this kid comes up with. Uh, so... I'm not going to hold this one against you because, to be honest, there was it was pretty tough trying to find something you messed up on today. Really? But uh, I know it's it's shocking. Hmm. Uh, but apparently, uh, when you were talking about the the celebrity golf tournament and who won and who placed where, you mentioned Eddie George is a Hall of Fame running back. Mm-hmm. He unfortunately is not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Okay, hold on a second. Wait a second. Don't don't give up on me yet. Okay, because when I said it. I could have kept going for persuasion. I could have just kept saying, Eddie George, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Eddie George. And I probably could have convinced a lot of people out there going, yeah, you know, Eddie George, Hall of Fame running back. Yeah, it sounds about right to me. But I questioned myself right away. Like, is he in the Hall of Fame? I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame. But wait a second. I have a question for you. Okay. Is he in the College Football Hall of Fame? Ooh, let's see. I've got his info right Is he in the Ohio State (laughs) Hall of Fame? Is He He is in the College Football yeah. He is a college football. He hall is fame. college football hall of fame. Then in theory, yeah. I mean, okay. Eddie George yeah, a hall no, of famer. Hey, I said I wasn't going to hold hold it against you. I mean, what what I am holding against you is the fact that you're lying to us and not telling not telling us how how much you enjoyed Hamilton because I know you watched it. I'm, I'm not letting this go. I am going to have a full report on Hamilton before this week is over. Today is day six of a 10-day contract. I've got four more days from today. I will watch and review Hamilton for everybody that, like me, has not been able to figure out Disney+. Plus. But it's not that hard. I mean, come on, it's not really that hard, but it's not like turning on your TV and just turning your channel. Like when you get in your car and you turn on your radio and you just turn to 710 versus, hey, I got some work to do here. I'm going to use the app, which, by the way, is super easy. You just got to have, you got to get over your fear of technology, you know? All right, I'm with you on that. that I, seems... I, I swear that at some point this week, I'm going to get you to admit that you watched it on Saturday I'm, and you're just stringing us along. I'm telling you I didn't watch it. I'm going to tell you the truth why I didn't watch it because my friend has this Grateful Dead band. It's called Easy Wind. This guy was an All-American golfer in the early 90s at UCLA, and he now is the lead singer of a tribute band. I mean, he's a real estate guy. He's got a successful career, but he's the lead singer of this band, and he had a concert in his driveway, and there were like 10 people sitting in the cul-de-sac, and I'm like, I'm there. He jammed. And then I had to go watch this Masvidal fight. So Hamilton got nixed on Saturday night, but I'm going to watch it this week so I can review it for you. Have you both of you guys seen Hamilton? Yes, yep. we have. And I really liked it a lot. And Bronny, you thought? Uh, I thought it was fine. I, I'd rather yeah. see it in person. Fine. Yeah. Well, I, I could I could buy that. I mean, I think the in-person thing is a big deal. Hey, I'll tell you this. Before Mason and Ireland show up here, uh, we have a great week coming up for you. Mike Bone, the athletic director from USC, is going to be here tomorrow. I have a lot to talk to Mike about because as, as college sports are trying to figure this out, I think everybody in sports should pay attention to what happened to the NBA today where two players 
of 322 players who were tested were COVID positive. I got it. There's been players down at certain colleges, Clemson or, or uh, LSU or Alabama. I got it. And a lot of younger people are getting it now. But I will say very encouraging news from the NBA. And I want to talk to Mike Bone tomorrow about what is going to happen here now with USC football, with Pac-12, what is going to happen? And not just with football, but what happens to all the other sports that could become collateral damage? So I want to talk to Mike Bone about that this week. Kevin Harlan will be here, my longtime friend and colleague from Westwood One's Monday Night Football, and everybody knows him from his NBA broadcasts on TNT. Later in the week, Kevin Demoff, who runs the LA Rams, is going to discuss with us what is it like to be the Rams right now where you've got this this brand new super stadium and you can't put anybody in it for year one? So we'll talk to Kevin Demoff later in the week. And I'm going in a slightly different direction later in this week. Doug Ellen. Do you guys know who Doug Ellen is? Anybody know? Anybody know? I do not. I know the name. I don't know. It doesn't connect right now, though. Doug Ellen is the creator and the director of the hit HBO series Entourage. He's got a new podcast, and the thing about Entourage is it's one of those shows that has so much life after the production and the movie and everything is done, and so they've got this podcast now where Doug and all the guys who were part of the cast all come on together, and it's really awesome, and so he's a friend, and Doug Ellen's going to join us to talk about all the different sporting angles to that show entourage on hbo which is it's one of those shows now that younger people are finding it and they're and they're watching it more now than maybe when it was even on hbo so we got a great great week coming up but on the way i've got something that i've got to tell mason in ireland based on our conversation on friday i got to tell them that we were all big winners this past weekend what am i talking about I'll tell you next. Here comes Mason in Ireland. This is Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Here comes Mason in Ireland for some crosstalk. It's Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. I want you to think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. You know, we're close, convenient, and known for our guaranteed everyday low prices and excellent customer service from professional parts people you can trust. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Venice Mace, John Ireland, good afternoon, gentlemen. What's happening, Scott? How you guys doing? Hey, just had a massive coffee dump all over everything. You never. I can't Damn believe it. it. It's ridiculous. You right. spilled coffee? Yeah. Scott, oh, yeah. He, he has said spilled, a massive coffee, spilled dump. coffee at least once a month his entire career. Like <laughs> just it, dump it. Just dump it over. Mason is the definition of a spaz. Uh, cannot, no matter what liquid it is, it will eventually hit the table. And it most will of the hit the hit, floor. Yeah, hit his computer. Oh, my goodness. Hey, gentlemen, I I told you on Friday, please do me a favor. Do not bet on my horse on opening day at Del Mar. And even though there's no fans in the stands, there's still horses running. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, take take a quick listen to this, guys. Very wide as they come to the top of the stretch. Julius turning for home in front. The leader by three over Castlegate as they come down to the final furlong. Julius opening up by four here. Castlegate is second, starting to run on his tobacco road down toward the inside. Jengo Unchained is next, and then Red Valor in the middle. But Julius has run away. There Julius by six on the wire. Wow. Why, Hey, Scott, why is the horse named Julius? Does that have anything to do with Dr. J? 
Um, it doesn't, although I should just make up a quick story and say that it does, because that would be really cool. But you know how it goes. It's like you buy these horses and they're already named. And so Julius right. has won in back-to-back years on opening day at Del Mar. And somehow my group has won three straight years on opening day. So That's awesome. There you go. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. I wish I would have told you to bet what, on the what, horse. What but were the odds? Confident. What were the odds? I think we were 5-2. to two, So we were one of the so, favorites. Wait, wait a minute. You were almost a favorite then, weren't you? I know. But you know how it goes. Like the betting public looks and they're like, okay, Doug O'Neill's the trainer. And, and this guy liked the track last year and he hasn't run really well he didn't run well at santa anita so you know i didn't really feel very confident at all but he won he won good good there you go there you have glad it. to hear it how so are what you, you guys been doing, doing? Do you, uh, it's so it's such a great day such a great day tell me just talking myself into it <laughs> <laughs> just such a great day great day to be alive great day to be on the radio uh, great day to be uh, on uh, the Scott Kaplan crosstalk thing that we're doing. Have they picked up uh, another uh, two weeks uh, for you, or is it still just a 10-day? It's a 10-day deal, and I am going to be real curious when next Monday comes yeah. with all the shakeup that has happened at ESPN Radio with Keyshawn taking the national show and Greenberg coming back to radio and Max also, Kellerman coming back to radio. You could almost see where the ESPN execs in New York or Bristol were saying, well, look, you know, let's take care of, of 710. Let's have them have Keyshawn and Max. They're, they're known commodities. So I don't know what's going to happen come this Monday. Do you guys? I, I got no idea. I, in fact, I, John, what do, you, what do you know? You're normally more in the know than I am. I think I know, but, I, but I'd be speculating. And, and the funny thing is nobody, for a communications business, my guess is the people that are out don't know that they're out yet. You know what I mean? Yikes. So, like, that's why Yikes. that's why I wouldn't want to do it. I, I wouldn't want to say it. What about I, in the case of Kaplan? The ones who are in don't know that they're in yet. That's that's possible. I I don't know, Scott. My the way they explained it to me was it was a it was a straight ten day contract. And they had no plans to extend it past then, but they've been wrong before. But I, I mean, I think you've been so good. I, I, I would give you another ten day, a second ten day contract. So a second ten dayer, or we could put you in the G League. Wait, yeah, but you know, I, I mean, I'd rather be in the bubble than in the G League. Wait, let me ask you something. I heard yeah. on your on your uh, podcast because mm-hmm. I, I've uh, a regular Scott Kaplan co- podcast guy uh, that. You think is 1090 coming back? So here, here, this is the whole thing. For me, 1090 was my radio station for 16 years. Right. And it went off air, and then somebody's putting it back on air, and they came to me and said, you have to go back on air there at 1090. And so... Have they know, committed to all sports? They're committed to sports radio shows that talk some sports and sometimes not some sports, kind of like the Mason and Ireland show. Yeah, right, right. And so, um, you know, listen, because I've been sitting here on the sidelines and not on the air, I say, yeah, let's let's put it back on the radio. And so, you know, that's kind of the big controversy here, if you will, if there's a controversy. Um, people are saying, hey, are you leaving and going to 710 in L.A.? I thought you were committed to 1090. And I'm just saying to everybody, I got a 10-day contract, and then I'll probably go back to, like, chilling for a little while. Right. And then I'll figure right. out what's going on. And by yeah, the way, that- until they sign you, you don't have – I mean, you should be able to do whatever you want. And, and, unless you have a contract with them, take every job you get offered. Why not? 
Well, I, that's how I was thinking about it. Yeah. John, I was I like, you know you. what? Screw it, man. I'm like, free agent. Yeah, right. Total so free what's, agency. So what's your review of Hamilton? I'm trying to I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. Your My review re- of Hamilton. Will come this week. So have you seen it? No. Hmm. You bu- and yeah, is it really because you don't know how to use apps? No, no, no. It's not because I don't know how to use apps. It's because I originally was going to watch it the first night that it came out and forgot. Yeah. And then my girlfriend wanted to watch it this past Saturday night, but I, I really wanted to watch the fight. Yep. And so I, I haven't really... Well, that was a dud of a fight, I'll tell uh, you that. Tell you what, I, if you're Masvidal, your feet got to hurt, right? That, that Usman, I mean, there, there was no fight at all. Not much, uh, no fireworks the way those of us who are Masvidal fans who thought, well, hey, he's just some backyard He's going to come brawler. out striking. Right. Nope, nothing. Didn't happen. Did you guys buy the fight? I did. No. I was, I was disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, and I only watched the main event. I paid for the whole thing and only watched one fight. Wow, you you must be rich. <laughs> you paid for the whole f- you paid for the whole package and only watched one fight. You must be the richest guy on the block. <laughs> no undercard for Scott Kaplan. Well, Hell what, no. What sucks is like in my neighborhood, I would always buy the fight, but then I'd have like thirty people over, and yeah. that's how I would justify it. And now you can't do that. You can't no, have you thirty can't. people over. You need a lot of room to socially distance 30 people. Yeah. yeah. Well, but not, even, not, in this, not in this 30,000-square-foot mansion I'm rocking over here, Mace. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I, I bought the bag. I only watch one fight. but yeah. I'm so rich, I can only watch one fight. <laughs> my horse just won a race. <laughs> I have my own app. <laughs> Multiple stations want me. Hey, you're having I'm a Scott good month. Scott Kaplan. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad year for everybody but you. <laughs> Scott Kaplan's out there killing it. <laughs> good for you. Oh, it's great. Good, good for oh, you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I heard you got a good guest lineup this week. Well, you know me, dude. I'm, I'm just breaking out every relationship and every phone number and, and saying, look, if I got two weeks, I got 10 days on 710, dude, I'm going to give you everything I got. Right. You know, that's why if I get another 10-day contract, I'm screwed. That's yeah, that's true. right. You're out of people. <laughs> out of friends. Right. <laughs> Are you boys ready to take over or what? Yeah. I think I think we're ready. I have been just chomping to get on the air. Just just chomping at the bit to get on on the air today. I like that horse racing term. Yes. I like it. All right. Well, they're chomping. They're ready to roll. Mason and Ireland right now. Thanks to the entire crew of everybody who is putting this thing together today. Bergman and Bronstein and my man Padilla and Browner and Chris Morales and Amanda Brown. Thanks to everybody for having me. Day six of the 10-day contract. Here comes Mason and Ireland. This is Scott Kaplan. I'll see you tomorrow. This is 710 ESPN.